Would you like to connect to very legit, won't steal your data Wi-Fi network number 12789? Because that's how you're going to get this week's dose of all about Wi-Fi from us at the Where Do We Even Start podcast group. Stay tuned to find out more. everyone and hi misha and welcome to episode two of where do we even start the wi-fi episode the wi-fi episode hi hi hi, nat so the wi-fi wi-fi you know why hi why hi happy 420 everyone oh my god i was just gonna say (laughs) happy 420 (laughs) yeah you might not be you might not be listening you won't but that's what we're recording (laughs) True. Just so, so everyone knows. Second sad quiet 420. I know, right? Okay, everyone. So listen, this is a question. Where do we even start? Because we had to decide what to make our second episode about. So, Misha, where are we starting? Where are we starting? I think we're starting at just like how how does your computer actually get the internet? Right. Okay. Um, we kind of where are we starting is where we ended off last week. Remember nice. we were talking about internet service providers and how they got to your house and the fiber and the DSL. But like last time I checked, most of us weren't using cables to plug into our Wi-Fi router. No. Um. I, are you Nat? I'm not. I'm on a desk and absolutely nothing is plugged in except for this mic. Nice for this mic. Yeah. So I think what we really want to explore is like how does uh how does the internet travel that last few meters um right. from from your router to your computer? Kind of like if you're looking like at a at a subway, how how do you get from the station, the hub that gets you into that network of networks, which is the internet? How how are you getting from from there to where you are and you're saying the answer is wi-fi and i'm saying the answer is often wi-fi Ooh, okay yeah you know there's a couple other ways but i think upwards of of 80 to 90 percent of internet traffic is transmitted through wi-fi that's how it gets to the device so i feel like when you hear about wi-fi a lot like wi-fi 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 and then when you're thinking about the internet a lot of times you are thinking of wi-fi and they kind of seem synonymous but like what actually is it and big picture what is it how does it work what does it do for us because we know we can't function without wi-fi just like we know we can't really function without the internet but yeah logistically how does it work i don't know well, I do now, but I didn't before. <laughs> you do now, but yeah, I know exactly. Wi-Fi is really like that technology that once again is like sending those precious ones and zeros. Um, they are precious, aren't they? They are precious. You know, all of our digital signals, it's really that tech that allows us to um, yeah, have data anywhere. It gives us so much flexibility and it really ties us into the the network of networks in a really seamless and easy way kind of thing, you know? Um, right. Because going back to the basics, like, it's all about transporting those ones and zeros yeah. from device to device, computer to computer. Uh, so Wi-Fi is just like another part in that mm-hmm. whole system of your data being transported. So it's not like a separate, well, it is kind exactly. of like a separate thing, but it's at the same time not separate because it's supporting that same goal, right? Yeah. 
it's kind of like the tip on the end of something. It's like that handshake. It's the, it's the last little bit, but it's, it's part of the bigger system, right? Like right. your Wi-Fi, you're, you're in your home, like you're connected to the internet through your Wi-Fi, but the internet is not like on your Wi-Fi. It's going right. through your Wi-Fi kind of thing. Ooh. What does yeah. Wi-Fi stand for? Like what the fuck so, is Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi stands for wireless fidelity. Um, Ooh, as opposed to wireless infidelity. Um, Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I guess a, a lot of wireless infidelity probably happens over the Y fidelity. Um, yeah, so Wi-Fi kind of stands for that. It's um, not particularly uh, helpful, but it's a very catchy <laughs> term. You know, I think they were trying in the 90s to really make it something approachable. And Wi-Fi kind of sounds like sci-fi, I guess, I was going to well. say, it kind of sounds like sci-fi. You know, hmm. and it is. I mean, like, imagine how wild it would be. I mean, I know we really kind of, I mean, Wi-Fi was scarcer when we were young children, but we've really grown True. up with Wi-Fi. So it seems less crazy to us, but I, I can only imagine how weird it would be to go from, you know, everything is plugged in or I need a book or I, I need a disc to plug things in to like, wow, I can just like be here on this device. And it's, you know, when you have, we have laptops, it's literally not plugged into anything. It's just pulling yeah. a movie that's true or a book or a web page from thin air like when you think wow. about it it's pretty crazy but um, so wireless fidelity so i mean we don't have wires wires are not involved here so then like what what is the method of transportation then yeah so the method of transportation with wi-fi is kind of this microwave radio frequency so okay. um sounds if you scary think yeah, if you want to think back with me to, like, science, maybe grade 10 science. I guess you talked about this all, all along the way. But we kind of have <laughs> this electro... Out, but I'll go back. Out. We have this electromagnetic spectrum. And in there, you've got the, like, radio waves and the microwaves and the UV rays mm. and the visible light spectrum. Right. All of these are all, are all type of, of electromagnetic spectrum, which is just kind of this um, way that energy travels through the air using these kind of waves so you can think of them like waves on a beach except they're waves made out of these energy magnetic kind of fields almost and so you know on this spectrum we have visible light which we can see with our eyes is super helpful for yeah like from the sun the sun is emitting lots of this uh electromagnetic radiation okay and so um the waves that help us get wi-fi are kind of on the bigger end of this spectrum they're too big for us to be able to see with our eyes Oh, they're too big yeah so things kind of get bigger as they go towards the radio waves and so yeah they kind of get bigger and we we talk about these in frequencies so there's two different frequencies of wi-fi there's 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz um a hertz is kind of a measure of frequencies per second uh and so is that like is that like if you were seeing you know like like a not oh my gosh i know there's a sciencey term for this but it's like that squiggly line that's going like yeah. up and down up yeah, and down up. so when it goes line. like really really fast is that like higher mm-hmm. frequency that is higher frequency <laughs> okay. and so it and so 2.4 gigahertz is 2.4 billion, billion waves a second billion with a b the hell 
Yeah, so, and so 5 gigahertz is 5 billion. Jeez, okay, so, I was not expecting billion. Yeah, I did not go that far it's a in lot, my head. You know, I mean, because we, I mean, we can, we can transfer up to, um, sometimes you can push Wi-Fi to get over a billion bits a second, sometimes Whoa. up to you know uh you know about a billion's about where we cap out right now that's kind of more to do with our internet tech but getting ahead mm. but really you know what it does is we have these waves um so it's we we split the 2.4 and 5 into channels so more than one person can use it and so it can kind of be directed and each channel is about 20 megahertz wide so okay. you kind of split up this 2.4 billion and then you have a channel which is about 20 megahertz wide and then to transfer the ones and zeros it kind of ever so slightly switches the frequency of the waves so let's say 2.481 is Mm. a one and 2.482 is a zero let's just say not exactly that but the antenna in your computer is able to tell the difference between those kind of like you know you can't see all of the waves but you know our eyes can see the difference in wavelengths you know Uh, a really yellow red is different than uh, a really pinky red kind of thing those are just differences in wavelengths of visible light and so these are different in wavelengths of, of different types of electromagnetic right. radiation. So like, kind of like we were talking about last episode, um, like with the fiber optic line and you were saying how, you know, there's glass and it's the light and it's basically like, you know, light. If there's light, that's a one. If there's not light, let's say that's a zero. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the same principle, but same just principle. with waves. So like but with a, waves. So like a different waveform or whatever would be interpreted by the computer as a one and a you know different type would be a zero. So it's kind of like the mm-hmm. same principle, but just now we're using waves in the air. <laughs> Indeed, which is really, uh, really, you know, nebulous to conceptualize. But And honestly, even though I still I understand it better now, it still seems crazy. Like the craziness mm-hmm. doesn't lower necessarily just because I get it. Like I'm like, sure, I understand that there's waves and it's going billion yeah. things a second. But I, you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't get less crazy. No, it doesn't get less crazy. It is like we've also had um, radio waves do stuff for a long time as well. You know, um, like radio radio as in like music and talk radio radio the literal well i mean the literal it's kind of the other way around it's called literal radio because they're radio waves oh oh and then also we used to have television signals that would also get sent through the air but those were all analog signals um and then over the years we were able to use digital signals in in different ways i see Mm mm-hmm Great. So, okay, that, okay, I'm on board with this. So, mm-hmm. the Wi Fi, when we say Wi Fi, we're literally just meaning it's basically the a bit more suspicious sounding in the air, air version of the fiber optic line and all those cables we were talking about. It's just like a different method of sending those ones and zeros. And mm-hmm. since it is going in the air, that makes me think that, you know, it's able to go to many devices at once versus like if you only had one, you know, somehow plugged in. Um, so that's the advantage to Wi-Fi. It is the, yeah, for sure. It's much right. more so flexible. How, how do like, 
you know, like, how are these Wi-Fi waves actually being sent out? And, like, from where are they being sent out? For sure. So so last week, we kind of talked about the modem, and we briefly touched on the router. And so the modem right. is is the thing that's kind of talking to the fiber network. It's talking to the big internet network and it's you know plugged into all the other computers um and then your modem kind of decodes the fiber signal or the dsl signal Mm. um and that passes it to the router and the router is then the thing that's that's making the wi-fi waves um a router can also send it signals out via a cable but the router is the thing that's actually making these waves that you can then connect to kind of thing okay i see sometimes they're in yeah go ahead yeah, sometimes they're in the same box, too. Like, if you get it from your internet service provider, usually they'll put the modem and the router, like, in one kind of oh. enclosure. Right. Makes sense. Makes sense, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, basically, without the modem, you're not able to have those signals, you know, translated into the ones and zeros for your router to then blast out via Wi-Fi. And without the router, you're not able to take those ones and zeros, you know, from the modem and send them anywhere. So there you really need both. You need both parts. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I feel like the router gets all the clout. Is that true? Yeah, I would say it does get on the cloud. <laughs> the, the modem technology never really changes, whereas like the router technology mm. does kind of update every couple of years too. Routers routers are getting faster. They kind of kind of reach better. Now we have routers right. that kind of work together, whereas the modem's just kind of like, hey. I see, I see. Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess the Wi-Fi is not the internet, but the Wi-Fi gives you access to the internet kind of i don't know yeah i mean i i would say that's very close so the wi-fi is is creating a network in your house or wherever Mm. it is you know maybe it's in public um and the wi-fi is is creating a network where data can be sent kind of thing and so Usually, you the usual purpose we use a Wi-Fi network for is for sending data from the internet kind of thing. And right. so you're, because your router is plugged into the modem, it's pulling data from the internet, and that's what's getting shared out on the Wi-Fi network. But, you know, you, you don't have to be connected to the internet for your Wi-Fi network to exist. It can still... Hmm exist and do stuff and that's because um so your wi-fi and this is kind of a a weird term and you kind of asked what wi-fi stands for and i said wireless fidelity but also there's another thing there's another name for wi-fi which is wlan or ylan um which stands for wireless local area network okay got it roger noted in the noggin in the noggin um, so do you know what a do you know what a local area network is? Well, it sounds like a network of things connected in one area, kind of maybe like close to each other locally. Um, that's what it sounds like, anyways. Is it actually what it sounds like? <laughs> it, it is pretty much what it sounds like. Okay, thank so God. yeah, your your, your Wi Fi is really creating a yeah this local 
area network of all of the things around you so they can all speak to each other through the router kind of thing. And that's because and sorry, let me let me just I think because in my head, you know, I think I was confused at the beginning because I was thinking to myself, like, okay, we've got the router and the router is like, you know, blasting with the Wi-Fi signals. Mm -hmm. And so in my head, that was still like, yeah, like a one way street kind of thing, like router to computer. And that doesn't really like make me think of a network. But like if I have five computers why do i have five computers don't worry about it if i have five computers and it's like it's not just the router sending the wi-fi to my five computers but it's like the computers are like requesting all the data from the router so that's like they're also using the wi-fi to do that so then yeah. and the computers might be talking to each other sending data to each other so like that's more of like a network vibe is that is that accurate that is totally accurate so yeah i okay. think the thing to remember about like the way the internet works in a way our digital communication works is yeah you always to get data you need to request data kind of thing right. so your computer or your phone or your smart plug or your tv all have wi-fi antennas but an antenna can send waves just as well mm. as it can receive kind of thing like your wi-fi router is both receiving wi-fi signals from your devices and sending it out at the same time and so does that mean that your device has those same things in it then? So because it's doing the same thing? Uh, essentially, it's it, it's not always exactly the same spec as what's in your router. But sure. Um, yes, you can create kind of peer to peer. So like device to device Wi-Fi right. networks, local area right. networks. So on principle, kind of like, okay, you know, sure, maybe it's not a 100% accurate statement, but kind of generally your computer is also able to send out Wi-Fi? Yeah. it's or not some able to, sort of signal. It's able to send out some sort of signal. The thing about a router is it kind of is that hub. So it right. sends and receives and sends the signals where it needs to go, whereas your computer is kind of more like can maybe directly interact with one of the device, but isn't going to be like receiving and sending out, receiving and sending out. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so there are some things that you can kind of do with Wi-Fi without the internet. Um, like if you have a mm -hmm. router or kind of sometimes your printer will create its own Wi-Fi network. Um, right. If you've ever seen that. So printing is a good example of something you can do without the internet like if your internet gets unplugged from your wi-fi router but you have a computer and you have a printer on that same network um the computer is not actually sending anything to the internet the network of networks when it's printing something right. it's just sending a literal file from the computer over the wi-fi to the printer right kind of thing. that makes sense because my like my laptop i'm usually using it I'm in the basement and like my printer's mm -hmm. upstairs and i'm pretty sure that the printer's just like on my regular wi-fi i don't think it has its own wi-fi but mm -hmm. so you're saying even if our connection to the internet like let's say our modem exploded knock on wood don't want that happening <laughs> I would still be, would I still be able to connect to the printer upstairs and print something? Or do you also need the modem um, to have your Wi-Fi connection exist? On the whole, yes, you, you would be able to do that. I, I think there are maybe some printers okay. who use specifically a cloud printing queue, or they, they use some internet-based oh. solution that does actually require being connected to a server. I, I think the vast majority of printers right. do not kind of thing. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. 
So when I was at Surrey Central, when we were at Surrey Central printing on those printers that never worked, um, that was possible because we were connected on like some sort of the same network, like our computers and those printers. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And so that's an example of of kind of a a confusing an example of like uh at Surrey Central there would have been a big network that all of the computers were connected to kind of larger right. than the local area network which is kind of a more wide area network is probably what mm. all of those printers were connected into but when we talk about the internet being connected to our wi-fi's the internet is also a, a type of wide area network and so really right. are it's kind our, of like the mother the mother the network. Mother-wide area exactly. network. the mother network the mother network so our our local area networks basically imagine you have like five computers on your local area network but then imagine the fifth computer is every computer every other computer in the world kind of thing damn <laughs> right? right so you have like your your four devices and then it's plugged into the back of your router and then that connects it to every other you know, device. It makes every other device in the world pretty much as close to you as your devices for sending a message or right. sending a, a chat thread. It right. really connects you. You it, could share anything. You can share anything over, over that over that connection, just the same way as if you were there. Yeah. But you have to use servers sense. and it, all these complicated right, more things. More complicated. Because, mm-hmm. like, you do it every day, so it almost doesn't seem that cool. You know, or like that. No, it doesn't. Like mind blowing. But to think like if I'm just thinking like, oh, I'm going to send Misha a picture or a text message or whatever, like, you know, on that scale, it doesn't sound like, oh, my gosh. But if you're thinking like I could send almost anybody in the world who has access to the Internet, anything from my computer, basically, if I wanted to. Like that's that's that kind of next level framing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Anyone want to file? Anyone want to file? I mean, file sharing is also, (laughs) it's an interesting thing because like back to kind of, I think you were asking earlier about your computer's ability to act as a Wi-Fi router and it can't really act as a Wi-Fi router, but you know, like AirDrop on your iPhone. I do. You do. That's kind of an example of how you can use that same technology of Wi-Fi to send things directly between devices. Mm. So when you're using AirDrop on your phone, it's using those same waves, like the exact same waves that the Wi-Fi would use. And it's just sending it directly between your phones. Hold on. Can I ask a question? Like, when you're saying, like, they're using the same Mm. waves that the Wi-Fi would use, would it just be correct to say, like... It's just using Wi-Fi waves. Like, I know the waves aren't called Wi-Fi, but is the Wi-Fi those waves? Are they kind of a bit synonymous in that way? Yeah, I guess Wi-Fi is those waves. The most correct thing to say, I guess, would be that it's using 2.4 or 5 gigahertz um, spectrum waves kind of thing. Right. Would be the the most correct. Okay, okay. Those are what, what Wi-Fi is. Okay, cool. So your phone or your computer is sending those mm-hmm. waves to each other and sharing data. So you're saying that you can make a Wi-Fi network or Wi-Fi connection with it having nothing to do with the internet, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that safe? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if I'm, because you know, has ever happened to you when you're in public and then like a random stranger like wants to airdrop you something? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, when you have 
every airdrop from everyone it's as only as safe as you decided to be because you have to click accept so you Maybe know i should turn apple that has off, designed right? the system so you can <laughs> you can choose to accept or deny but it is safe because right. no one else can kind of snoop in on that data as it's being sent if you're sending it to a known device right right wow yeah okay that makes sense that that definitely checks out <laughs> and like that's i i noticed that normally when i'm sending something listen the wi-fi in my house is tragic okay and but i notice that when i'm sending like airdropping a photo or a video between like my laptop and my computer like that's very fast but if i'm trying to upload a video to google drive let's say or send something to you via iMessage like that just takes forever yeah so why is that well so i mean the difference between an airdrop and your Wi-Fi is the airdrop is not using the internet, right? So when you're uploading something to Google Drive, you're limited by the connection you have from your modem. And, you know, that's your ability to get into um, the Wi-Fi network. And so there's kind of a bunch of different things that can kind of get in the way of that. There's kind of three big ones. We have kind of like interference with Wi-Fi, um, okay. bandwidth of how much be- like availability there is, and then sometimes your your latency can be quite slow as well. Um, I don't know what any of those words mean. Yeah, let's break it down. <laughs> let's break it down. Um, so, I mean, interference is pretty like, you know, just the general term of things that interfere and kind of sure. compete with each other like physically physically so um 2.4 gigahertz wi-fi is is actually quite similar to um like the waves from a microwave oven so oh. if you have like a microwave oven that doesn't have the shielding perfectly good that can kind of interrupt um so that's sometimes why um five gigahertz could be better um but five gigahertz isn't as strong a signal distance wise so 2.4 gigahertz is better able to go through walls and materials and able to go longer distances but all the wi-fi kind of can't go through concrete good can't go through some special glasses and and you know, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go very far. Mm. So you can have, like, physical I interference. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, when you think about it, like, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a wave. It will have blocks. Okay, listen, that makes sense because my bedroom is in the basement. Mm-hmm. And my, basically, although I'm, like, my, it's in the kind of foundation of the house. So a lot of my walls are cement. So... Yeah. Sometimes I legit struggle to like load an Instagram post in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So that definitely probably plays a role. And if I was to go upstairs when there's no cement walls, really, yeah, it's like much, much faster. So that makes sense. Yeah. And so interference, I would also say like if you live in a condo building or if there's lots of Wi-Fi mm. networks around you, um, you can get interference that way. And so like oh. your Wi-Fi tries to choose the channels that have less traffic. But if you have two people right beside each other using the same Wi-Fi channel, like the channel can get kind of crowded um, because of the mm. way Wi-Fi works. You know, you you have you are specifically connected to one network. Hopefully you have a password on that network so it's you know securely linked and also right. the way wi-fi embeds signals is is each computer has a um, um mac address a mac address a media access control address and so that's kind okay. of making it so you know you know when there's interference with your neighbor's wi-fi they're not going to get your cat 
GIF kind of thing. Like it's not going to randomly right. end up on their computer because your Wi-Fi is specifically sending it to your computer's address kind of thing. Mm. That's why other people. It was kind of like the IP address. It's kind of like the, the IP packets. address for each device kind of thing. So, right, you know, right. it's kind of okay. In, in some ways, people can actually spoof your Mac address if they know <gasps> what your computer's address is. Okay. It is possible to like be Snoopy that way. Rude. But. There are ways to protect against that, but you know, but, but that is kind of a, a a thing that can have to do with interference. But yeah, so there's a mm. lot of interference in in who's around you, what channels are available, and what physical wow. blockades are there. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. So, and what's bandwidth? Bandwidth is is kind of how much. I, I kind of gets into that crowded channel, like how much ability is there for a. Your bandwidth is both limited by your kind of internet connection to the wider network. So your modem can impact your bandwidth. Like you might just not have that much bandwidth from your internet service provider, but also you might have too many people streaming in your house. And so um, the Wi-Fi is not able to, you know, simultaneously send out all of that data at once. So it can get a little congested. That's kind of, you know, you can... Your some Wi-Fi switch between five gigahertz and two point four gigahertz mm. automatically, and okay. some of them make two separate networks. And so five gigahertz has a lot more bandwidth to send out data. Oh, but my but gosh, as I, I kind that. of mentioned before, it um, doesn't kind of go as far. And so you can kind of there's a trade-off right. of like how much bandwidth there is versus how much kind of spread. And so a lot of Wi-Fi are smart enough to kind of switch intelligently you know if there's not a lot of people using it they might use 2.4 gigahertz kind of thing and so okay that that's probably better for a strong connection but then if there's lots of people you want to push out as much data as you possibly can right can i ask a Mm -hmm. question i feel like i'm like a little confused on one thing so like yeah okay you know when you're talking about bandwidth so if there's let's say there's a lot of people in the house Mm-hmm. And they're all using the Wi-Fi to do something, right? And they're all using, let's say, the same network. Yeah. Maybe you only have one, right? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that, like, there's a literal, there's literal waves, right? Or a yeah. literal wave, I don't know. And everybody is trying to get data, all these ones and zeros, through, like, the same wave. So then it's kind of like a traffic jam kind of situation. Yeah, that that definitely is how it how it can happen. So the Wi-Fi okay. is kind of sending out all the waves. And remember what we said about packet switching last episode, yeah. right? So all of the packets just kind of actually go to all of the computers kind of thing. It's just kind oh. of streaming out packets in all directions almost, right? And so all your packets are going back and forth. And so obviously there's some traffic jams <clears throat> putting all the packets to the internet connecting to the wider WAN. But yeah, there can be some traffic jams in, in your home Wi-Fi network. And so really it's, it's, it's the Mac address that's then filtering what packets you're getting on your computer versus your phone versus your mom's, you know, tablet. Right. But then you're saying that there can also be this same issue on that connection from your modem to the wide area network, a.k.a. the Internet, because there's legit so many people at a time trying to get data. Yeah, there can be. Yeah, there can be problems of so many people at a time clogging up the network. Okay. Um, of, right. You know, if you're using a DSL line, kind of people 
all before you get to your like kind of hub center where it's connected to the big bigger network. There can be bad yeah. problems there. So, so that's that why it's like really, really tough to diagnose wi-fi problems right i was just gonna say so like if, if my video is lagging right or like my post isn't loading properly it really could be a mixture of a lot of things happening yeah it definitely could be a mixture and i mean i know i was kind of doing a bit of googling into this of like why is turning off and on your wi-fi network like wh- why is why is that helpful i was wondering about yeah. that what the hell does that do i mean honestly <laughs> no don't say nothing it's my only option it can do things and so this is a thing is that like your wi-fi um it's not like a you know it's a physical wave but all of the modulations and the channel choosing and the and the intelligent kind of ways that your wi-fi tries to make the network as best as it can those are all done by software right like there is a chip Mm. in your kind of wi-fi router newer wi-fi routers have really quite some quite advanced chips like the wi-fi router i have can actually like ad block for me like my wi-fi router can block the ads coming to my computer like there is a little computer in your router and so you know they're not always the best coded or you know there can sometimes be problems you know whenever a computer program runs into an error that it doesn't know what to do with there can definitely be problems if you uh, live in canada rogers wireless was down for almost a whole day because there was some problem and they weren't able to reboot the network and get it to load i think they were doing a software update and there was something wrong with the software so i think yeah turning on and off your wi-fi network can kind of clear any problems if there are any sometimes there might be a little bit of a bug in the system and when you reboot it it should kind of you know flush it out and let you start new i see so it's like when i'm on my computer and it's acting weird and suspicious and i don't know why so i just turn it off and on again and then it's magically fine and i don't question what happened because i don't know and i don't care precisely Mm -hmm. And then I kind of mentioned latency, which is kind of a a measurement just of how responsive your your internet is. So it's how quick kind of can your computer send and receive a response from from the internet, from that WAN? How how quick is it able to say, hey, and it's like, oh, I got your message, hey, back kind of thing. And would that be dependent on like... Obviously, your computer is making that request to, like, another computer, and that could be somewhere Mm -hmm. far away, right? So does that also technically depend on the other computer's bandwidth as well as what interference they have going on? Like, if both computers are struggling, then that seems like it's going to be pretty bad. It's it's a a whole two-way system, and so that's why it's really hard to say, like, how do I make my Wi-Fi better? And it's like, well, you know, what are you paying for from your internet service provider? That's a good place to start if you're not paying for a fast plan then you're definitely not going to get anything fast right but then if you are paying for a fast plan and you're not getting it then you know is your wi-fi router in the in a good place usually if you phone the helpline that's what they'll get you to do first because they don't want it to be their problem (laughs) and maybe it is their problem because their line might have too much traffic or there might be some bad network infrastructure somewhere I see. That's crazy. I, I do find it a little crazy how, yeah, like even though we've we've grown up with Wi-Fi, we we love Wi-Fi. We do. We do love Wi-Fi. We love you, Wi-Fi. But 
I always really thought that the Wi-Fi was the internet. Like, I didn't think that, but kind of. You know what I mean? Like, I knew the Wi-Fi wasn't storing everything. But then at the same time, I didn't really have that understanding of, like, data is being stored somewhere. And I am just accessing it. And that is what the internet is. And, you know, that the Wi-Fi is just a part of that process, Mm -hmm. basically. Like, I didn't know that. No, it's super true. And I I think the way... It's an it's a kind of, you know, sometimes our human brains see the data presented to us and we make kind of logical conclusions. And because mm. our Wi-Fi networks are 99.999% of the time connected to the Internet, because that's their purpose, that's right. how we use them. Obviously, that's how it's going to seem to us when we don't get the picture right. behind. But really, your Wi-Fi network is it's kind of like magical cables almost you know like yeah. when you're in a public wi-fi network it's it's just a way to kind of say oops let me plug this this connection between kind of wherever the modem is for this public wi-fi network you know it's just a wireless cable you know which is an oxymoron but you know it's <laughs> it's this it's this function that's just really a connector between your computer and the modem and just how to connect into that larger network and these waves and these frequencies like they're just existing like thank thank you to the earth for giving us these waves like is that true it's it's just kind of a a function of our our universe i i guess the the fundamental laws of of physics and you know yeah magnetic waves are, are are a part of the universe and you know light is a is a part of the universe and we're able to kind of tap into these you know phenomena i guess you could say to and i'd like to thank all the smart people who figure this out and how to do this so that i can many google anything i want many many layers of innovation kind of because every step along the way there was a problem that someone had to solve you know how do we get it to switch back and forth how do we get it to be secure i think early wi-fi was very insecure kind of thing because it is a kind of if you don't have a password on it you can um uh really have it so anyone can kind of like intercept the data that's why sometimes when you go on public wi-fi networks they're kind of like maybe you shouldn't be sending private data because in theory someone could set up a fake wi-fi network where all the data you're sending (gasps) is actually going to their computer first and then to the internet so you just see the internet but maybe there's someone snooping on your connection and so that's why it's kind of don't get hacked at blends don't get hacked (laughs) at blends for sure and that's kind of why you're like when you get your router from your isp your internet service provider usually it has a super Super long, multi-character password, which is super hard yeah. to figure out. And that's because that that's providing you the best security. Because if it's a really simple or short password, it's actually fairly easy for someone to just run a computer where it guesses all the Wi-Fi passwords right. and then jumps so onto don't your network. It. Don't make it password so that it's easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can change it. It's good if it's long. I mean, thankfully, we can now kind of like make QR codes that we scan uh-huh. that'll um, connect you to a Wi-Fi network or, you know, on your iPhone where it automatically prompts you to like send your network passwords. Yeah. You know, it's a newer feature. Oh, I love that. That's actually oh, so that's is using that the using same Wi-Fi? tech as AirDrop. <gasps> Makes yeah. sense. It is Makes actually sense. just AirDropping the password, but they kind of put a special... Um, look around it to make it look different. Sure, a little bit of flavor, a little bit of flavor. flavor. Yeah, to make it clear. (laughs) But gosh, that feature is 
so helpful. So I almost good. wish they would just like so partner good. up with Google so your friends with Android phones could get in on that. Otherwise, they're just so jealous. Oh my god, they don't have that, man. Uh, I think they might have their own system, so like an Android phone okay. could do it with an Android phone, but we you know we don't mix. Right. <laughs> yeah. What the heck, Wayne? Yeah. And it's just like all these layers literally add up, and like we could literally talk about this for three more hours like even you know, just the wi-fi and it, layer after layer yeah more people have invented stuff and then problems come up and then they fix it and like iteration on iteration on iteration and like everyone's still innovating and so it's no wonder why it's so hard to understand it because literally where do you even start like yeah you know you could make a whole series about the wi-fi let alone an episode that we're trying to keep short for you guys <laughs> yeah, that is super that is super correct. There there's so many layers to Wi-Fi, but I I hope that we kind of got across that, you know, Wi-Fi is these sets of radio waves basically that, you know, transmit through your household at specific frequencies and you're able to send ones and zeros by the small changes in those frequencies and it's you're just awash with all of these waves all the time yeah that is wild it's wild when you think about it it makes sense it does that function that it does and we need it and we're we thank it and um i love wi-fi and i'm gonna get that tattooed across my chest i'm just kidding in wi-fi we trust well do we trust i don't know i don't know in wi-fi we we sort of trust it's like you get the tattoo that's like in wi-fi we trust and then the rest of it's like (laughs) disconnected that's funny yeah wow all right Mm -hmm. everyone well if we um you know explain something wrong you got any issues tweet us um and yeah i don't know i think that's it yeah, yeah. If, if you've heard any issues, you can feel free to tweet us at WDWES podcast on Twitter or comment on our, our post for this episode on Instagram, same handle, WDWES podcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love a follow. Um, put that Wi Fi to uh, use. Put that Wi Fi to use, exactly. And, and I think, and once you hop on, the the internet you you know you're accessing some content and that's really where we want to start going next week you know we've talked Mm. so much about how the network of networks how this wide area network of the internet works but like you know what are we really sending over the internet what you know we know what we're sending we're sending podcasts and instagram posts and and twitter but how does that all really work true that's a whole other ball game It is a whole nother ball game. All right, y'all. See ya on the next one. Have a blessed week. All right, see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Peace.